Hi, this is Tim Ard, and welcome to this edition of Along the Forest Apps Road podcast. This week, we're going to be looking at a new video that we posted, Saw Chain Angle. Last week, with the Alabama Rural Electric Line and Right Away Cruise. Up the road, we're going to be back with Samaritan's Purse in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. And then on to Rhode Island Trust in Rhode Island. And then a little conversation on some new product to concentrate on slick saw chain, bar and chain oil. So hang with us. We'll be back shortly along the Forest Apps Road. It's been a great week out, and uh, we've been enjoying a, a little bit of the Independence Day yesterday along uh, the the Forest Apps Road here at home, and uh, we've uh, we've had a great time uh, together and uh, checking out some different things to get done around the house and making sure that everything's ready to go as we hit the road again next week. Uh, uh, and uh, head up to North Carolina. We're going to be working again with Samaritan's Purse. And a couple of weeks ago, we were we were up there in North Wilkesboro. Had a group of uh, site managers for they're the ones that go out and and more or less oversee the the sites, uh, the chainsaw operations, and things on the disaster relief. And uh, they're like sponges. We really enjoyed the group and. And able to fellowship with them and be able to uh, hopefully pass along a little bit of chainsaw knowledge that they were not uh, used to. And they had a lot of good comments and things. Well, we, next week we've got, we've got two groups. We've got uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with one group. And then another group's coming in for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it's going to be a great one, I think. It, it, it's just so much fun to work with these folks. And then uh, we're going to be packing up and, and heading on up to uh, Rhode Island after that. We've got Rhode Island Trust that we've done several programs with over the years. Some of the cities and towns, uh, maintenance and, and uh, people that are on their disaster relief teams also. And so we'll be up there uh, week after next. But um, last week we were, we were with the uh, Alabama Rural Electric Association. We had a group of uh, 12 guys in Arab, Alabama, and uh, had some from down in the southern part of Alabama, uh, Pioneer EMC, and then uh, also um, a group with Arab, and then another Sand Mountain, and they all came in, mostly line maintenance guys and uh, right-of-way workers, and that's important uh, for them. Uh, to really have a, a system to go out. You know, we've always told people over the years, stay stay away from power lines. If you come across a tree on a power line, don't mess with it. Wood does uh, conduct electricity, especially if it's wet. And you don't want to you don't want to mess with that. And and so unless you've got a lineman or a power company crew out there, you you don't want to you don't want to mess with the trees that are on the lines. And so uh, these people are the ones that have to take care of it, and somebody's got to get it down. And and so they, we work with some techniques with the notches and hinges and a little planning process to be able to make sure that they can remove those. And check out the video that, that we did on that one. That's on week 26, I believe. And you can see it uh, on our YouTube channel at Forest Apps, and uh, it's uh, along the Forest Apps Road week, week 26th. 
And uh, Arab Alabama was very hospitable. It's always a great group up there. Uh, they have a nice meeting facility and then a, a great cutting site to work with. You can see they were clearing out uh, some uh, large oaks and pine uh, for a little expansion on, on some of their uh, buildings. So uh, you can you can check that out. And then um, recently, over the weekend, I've I've posted a video on YouTube to uh, cover a, a topic we call saw chain angle. And uh, I've had a lot of questions about, you know, what's the correct angles and those kinds of things. Well, I took I took and uh, and looked at three different very popular uh, saw chain models, which is the Oregon 72 LGX, which is a older design, been around for many years, but they've taken and and added a um, a little bit of a, a uh, chisel angle extension to it that kind of, in the grind process, that kind of gives it a little bit of out-of-the-box advantage, a little more aggressive out-of-the-box. Some of it goes away as you sharpen, but it um, it's something that uh, works pretty good out-of-the-box. They wanted to increase that. And then they've got the, the new series, the 72 EVL, and so that, uh, or EXL, excuse me, EXL, and that's uh, the latest out in uh, anodized uh, straps and cutters and and uh, looking at, at uh, some of its effectiveness and how those two are, are um, matched. I took and kind of overlaid the, the actual uh, teeth on the video. You can kind of see it looks pretty cool. And then we looked at the 33RSX, which is a, one of Steel's latest designs that more or less uh, uh, is the same Basic design is what you get with a 72 LG, but then they they added a reduced uh, reduced uh, the active force link into it, and so it it uh, bores very well, but it has very little uh, you know kickback tendencies around the tip. Still some, but but it's reduced it reduced it quite a lot. Still bores well, still cuts very fast. So check out that video as far as saw chain angle. I think you'll. You'll find it uh, to be uh, to be very interesting. And it's it's amazing how most of the saw chain cutters of several brands you know, follow Joseph Cox's uh, original design. Some variables in grinds, but tooth shape has remained pretty much similar over the years. And uh, the reduced reactive forces, like the Oregon Vanguard or Steel X series has made some market headway with safety as as well as maintaining productivity over the years. And those those designs, taking a look at them and how the how the file fits them, how the the, the file guides work with them. And so it's kind of interesting on that on that video, uh, saw chain angles. And then uh, there are many variables. Uh, you know, you change the chisel angle, it changes approach to the wood change the depth gauge it changes the angle of the chisel angle as it uh, goes into the wood uh, file size which uh, two or three sizes can be used in many cases but uh, the position of that file on the side plate the chisel angle makes a big big difference in in how aggressive and how smooth that tooth is going to cut and the height of them however uh, affects the chisel and depth gauge aggressiveness then uh, it changes wood fiber density, and you have a very complex cutting machine. You know, that's that's another thing. You throw in all the variables of soft fiber, hard fiber, dried wood, uh, green wood, uh, dirty wood, 
all of that starts to play a, a big uh, effect. And uh, one guy, uh, Michael Hurst, I've mentioned him before. I think uh, we we talked with one of his um, his uh, company uh, constituents, which is uh, B3C. They uh, they produce some things like uh, ethanol shield and different uh, things such as uh, better than better than oil bar and chain lubricant, those kinds of things. And uh, they're out of South Carolina. I've got a, a podcast that I, I did with Brian Bosey, uh, CEO from the company. About a, about a year ago, Mike had, had sent me samples on the, the better than oil bar and chain lubricant, which you can, you can buy it in the quarts and gallons. Uh, it's available from uh, Tractor Supply and Home Depot. And so they've... Uh, They've they've made a lot of headways with that over the over the past year or two. I've tried it in cold weather, hot weather. Now it, it tends to do a a pretty good job lubricating the the saw chain, and it's biodegradable. What slings out onto the wood and the ground doesn't uh, it doesn't affect the environment as much, and and so it uh, still does its job lubricating. But um, he, Mike sent me something that uh, a new version of it. One of the major uh, issues that that they have with bar and chain lubricant is the weight. You know, oil by the gallon. Uh, I know water. A gallon of water weighs uh, about eight a third of pound, and so when you get four gallons of it in a case to ship out to a supplier, you're looking at about thirty two pounds, and shipping costs are astronomical right now. And so uh, they were trying to look for a way to reduce some of that. They located a, a plastic bag, very thick plastic bag. They put a, a concentrate of the oil, the better than better than oil, uh, bar and chain concentrate, into the bag, and uh, it, it it ships at you know three pounds or four pounds, something like that. You add a gallon of water to it, and that raises the the weight back up. But you don't have to ship that. In other words, uh, uh, you just add the gallon of water and and shake it up, and it's ready to go. Over the weekend, I did some some trials with it, and uh, I find it to be pretty slick stuff. It seems to be working uh, pretty good. Anxious to to get out and try it some next week in the saw, but uh, very similar to the the gallons of bottled uh, uh, full mix that they that they had in. Uh, I think this concentrate is is going to be something that uh, easy to transport, lighter weight to ship, and still uh, lubricate your barn chain very well. So you just mix it with water. Shipping cost being a big factor in oils, this eliminates some of the cost in getting BNC oil out uh, to your truck. So uh, looking forward to that. So anyhow, uh, that's it's been busy time. We're still getting some things caught up here around the house, and and we're going to be heading out on a Sunday afternoon back up to North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. So y'all have a great week and uh, take care of yourselves out there and, and hopefully things uh, have gone well this week for you and, and uh, we hope to see you along the Forest Apps Road and uh, we wish you good sawing.